bless your name. You're worthy, Lord. You're worthy to receive glory and honor. Come on, help us lift it up. Blessed be the name.
the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. We declare his name today. Would you help me call his name? Jesus, come on. Would you glorify him today? Would you magnify him? Hallelujah. Come on. Would you give him your very best worship this morning? Hallelujah. It's not just the hands lifted. It's the sacrifice of a life toward him. Come on. Would you lift your voice this morning? Of all the people we came back this morning to say thank you. We return to say thank you for your goodness. Hallelujah. It is out of your great love that we're still here today. Your mercies are new every morning. And so we worship you, oh God. We praise you, oh God. Come on, Zion, lift your voice this morning. We lift your name, Jesus. Hallelujah. And so we recommit our love to you this morning as we know that there will be many names being called during this season. But we commit our love to you this morning and we say, I love you forever with all my heart. I
worship you. We'll give you the glory. We'll magnify your name. Yes. We'll submit to your rule, oh God. Have your way in us, oh God, forever. Yes, Verses 11 through 14 and James 1 verses 2 and 3. Here's a reading in Luke's gospel. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. Ye shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly hosts praising God and saying glory to God in the highest and on earth peace goodwill toward men. These are angels praising God. Remember that. Angels are shouting glory to God in the highest. Angels. James chapter 1 verses 2 and 3. My brethren, count it all joy when you, when you fall into diverse temptations. Diverse temptations are different problems, concerns, situations, things that we deal with on a daily basis, whether it's illness or poverty or, uh, or whatever may be going on in, in your life. Those, that's what diverse temptations uh, mean. And the third verse, uh, James said, knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. Our title is Hallelujah Anyhow. You may be seated. Hallelujah. Anyhow. Well, well let, let, us, let us dissect uh, here, Dr. Franklin, and make sure we understand the word hallelujah. Uh, what, what is the biblical makeup of the word hallelujah? 
The first part, Hallelu, H-A-L-L-E-L-U, is the second person imperative masculine plural from the Hebrew word Hillel. However, hallelujah means more than simply praise Jah, capital J-A-H, or praise Yah, capital Y-A-H. The word hallel in Hebrew means a joyous praise in song to boast in God. A joyous boast in God. Hallelujah. A joyous shout and boast in God. Praise ye Jehovah is frequently rendered praise the Lord as we go through uh, the canons of the Bible. This word is often used, hallelujah, to express the joy that we are feeling or some kind of happiness that we want to express. When, when we think of this word, hallelujah, good visions pop in your mind. You, you think about how things are going so well for you at that specific time. You, you, think of, uh, you think about how God has been good to you or to your family or to someone else. When you think of this word, you think, this, you think of this word, when this word is spoken, thoughts of blessings and prosperity and wellness and uh, goes through your mind. But what about when the hellhounds are on your trail? What about when sickness invades your life? What about when you're down and out? What about when you've had a bad week, a bad month, or a bad year? What about when you've got a report from the doctor that calls you some mental or some, some physical problem? What about those situations? What about that? What goes through your mind when you get those kinds of, of, of situations or, or, or circumstances in your life? Well, Job says... No matter what you're going through, you should be able to shout hallelujah anyhow. Job, Job earned the right to tell us that. Shout hallelujah anyhow. If I may teach, preach for a few moments here. There are three testimonies of Job that we should have. After Job lost he was rich. Job was the richest man in the East. Job was wealthy. Job would be wealthy today. Job had 7,000 sheep. He had 3,000 camels. He had 500 she-asses. He had 500 yoke of oxen. He had seven sons and three daughters. He was wealthy both in the riches of the land and in family. But he lost them all, including his health. Uh, he got so sick that flesh started falling from his bones. So he lost all of his wealth and his children, all killed in a storm. And even his wife he lost. She came to him and said, Joe, why don't you curse God and die? We never heard from her again. He lost everything. But he had three testimonies and what he said. Uh, let's dissect it, please. First, Job looked back. In his testimony, he said, naked came I out of my mother's womb. Job remembered where he came from. 
He reminded himself. Sometimes you got to remind yourself. Sometimes you got to counsel yourself. You, you, sometimes you got to self remember where you came from. Job reminded himself. Watch this, Job. He reminded himself that when he got here, he didn't have a thing. Uh huh. My friends, uh, that would help a lot of us today along this journey if we remember where we are right now, we haven't always been. If we remember what we have right now, we haven't always had. If we remember what God has blessed us with right now, we didn't know that we would ever have. If we remember, we remember, remember that we used to drink water from a water hose, and now we got water in bottles in the refrigerator. If you remember, if you just reflect back to where you are right now, it'll make you grateful. So often we get beside ourselves and forget where God has brought us from. Now, now, now listen, God didn't bring us this far to leave us now. And, and God deserves a boast in him. And a boast in him is regardless of what is going on, you must have a hallelujah anyhow praise in your vocabulary. Huh? Watch. I'm a, I'm, maybe I need to break it down. Uh, 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 God brought us from horseback to Cadillac. Is that making it simple for us? Is that making it plain? He brought us from pigtail to lobster tail. He brought us from the outhouse to the White House. Huh? Hallelujah, anyhow. Yeah, yeah, those of us over 40 ought, ought to pre appreciate this. Some, some, of the, some of the children and the younger people may not appreciate where we come from. You know how God has kept you and where he brought you from. We shall praise his name with a boast in his name. Hallelujah. Job looked back and remembered uh, when he got here, he had nothing. Second testimony in Job's statement uh, to those who are around him is he didn't just look back and said, naked came I uh, uh, from my mother's womb. He looked forward and he said, naked shall I return thither. Job knew not only when I got here, I didn't have a thing, Bishop Blake. When I leave here, I can't take a thing with me. Huh? That's why we can't get caught up in possessions and people and, and things and stuff because either we're going to leave them or they're going to leave us or we're going to leave stuff. The, the Bible said, don't lay up your treasures on earth. We must remember God didn't leave us here just to see how much stuff we could accumulate. Uh, the third testimony there in Job and Job's testimony was, right, he looked backwards. He said, he said uh, naked came out of mother's womb. He looked forward. Naked shall I return thither. Then he looked up. He said, God gave it to me. He said, the Lord gave it to me. He said, God gave it to me. God, to me, in so many words, Job was saying that old saying that goes, what I am, he made me. What I got, he gave me. What I am, he, uh, where I am, he brought me. And what I know, he taught me. Somebody ought to say hallelujah anyhow. Job is saying, I'm not worshiping what I have or who I am or what I had, I'm praising, uh, I'm praising the one who gave it to me. I'm praising, I'm praising the, the, the God of, uh, of, 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 of mighty gifts and reversals so that 
that is why Job could say what he said because he knew the God of restoration. He knew the God of turnaround. I want to encourage you today here in West Angeles, those who are streaming live, that we serve a God of restoration, a God of reversals. Where you are now and what you're going through now, trust God knows and God cares. He is a God of reversal. Job counted it all joy and shouted, in effect, hallelujah, anyhow. He had a past, a present, and a future, and I know he knew who brought it to him, who brought him thus far and who gave it to him. And that's what I'd encourage you today. Saints, count every troublesome occurrence as joy. Rejoicing in the midst of our suffering, praising God in the midst of our pain. Let me help somebody today. Let me help me today. Uh, those who are, don't, don't know the Lord, they rejoice, and not in the Lord, but they rejoice when things are going well. Carnal Christians who are not filled with the Spirit of God praise God when everything is going right in their lives. But Spirit-filled saints, God, I mean, from the time they pull up on the parking lot, from the time they cross the threshold of West Angeles, they come in with a hallelujah anyhow. They come in, they come in, they got burdens, got concerns, got some things going on, but they got a hallelujah praise anyhow. Some, some, some people you look at here in the pews, you look at here in the church, you say, God, do they ever do they ever stop praising God? They don't have any problems. Yes, yes, and yes. But they have a hallelujah anyhow. God, the pastor ought not be able to tell when you're going through a terrible situation. Because the same hallelujah you had last month, you have today. Because whether you're going through, whether you're on the bottom or on the top, you got the same boast of God, hallelujah, anyhow. You got the same shout. You got the same praise. And you don't wait till the musicians start drumming up on the, you don't wait till the pastor climaxes on the sermon. You enter to worship. You depart to serve. God said, enter into my gates, into my West Angeles with thanksgiving. Come before my courts with praise. Not because of you, but because I deserve it and I desire it and I want it and I need it and I want you to bring it to me. Hallelujah. Maybe I didn't finish teach, preaching enough. Maybe, maybe. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah is the highest form of, of exaltation or praise. It's the highest form. There in Korea, they, uh, 95 eight, to 100% of them cannot speak English. My translator has to translate. And they, 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 they praise in the Korean voice. But when it comes to hallelujah, you know what they say? Hallelujah. Because hallelujah in any language is the same. You can't boast, God, boast on God in, in a different language. It, hallelujah is one of those words that the secular world cannot claim. Hallelujah is one of those words that you can't Google and, and, and attach a definition to. That's, that's, that, that's precisely and that's intently God's boast. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, so, so when, you, when you're watching the ball games today, you can't shout hallelujah, we made a touchdown. <laughs> hallelujah. It is a, hallelujah is a proclamation of confidence 
to the one who sits high and still loves us and, and see everything that's going on in our lives. My friends, we don't have to worry about sickness and disease because Jesus is our portion. We don't have to be concerned about mishaps because a constant friend is he. He knows what we need when we need it because his eye is on the sparrow. And I know he watches over us. So in the midst of our trials, we can count it all joy and shout hallelujah anyhow. Don't wait till you get in the sanctuary tomorrow when you feel the presence of the Lord and you know he's moved in your life. You ought to have a hallelujah shout anyhow. Let me help somebody with scripture here. Psalms 89 verse 8 says, we ought to praise him because he is faithful. Not because I am faithful, not because you are faithful, not, not because things have happened your way. Praise God because he's faithful. When is he faithful? All the time. So hallelujah, Jehovah God. Hallelujah, all the time. Joel chapter 2 verse 26 tells us to praise God and not be ashamed about it. Is there anybody here ashamed to praise God? Are you concerned about who's sitting to your right and left or in front of you? Let me help somebody today. They may be faithful today, but unfaithful tomorrow. But the God that you say hallelujah to is faithful all the time. Can I get three shouts in here? Hallelujah. Anyhow. First Peter, first Peter chapter two, verse nine tells us because we are a, watch this, because we are chosen to be a part of God's holy nation, we ought to be praising God. Watch this. You are chosen. While on others he was calling, he didn't pass you by. Think about, think about the posse you ran with and people that you used to know, whether it was in high school, in college, uh, or in your latter year, and, 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 and they're either dead, in jail, or, or, or don't know their name. But here you are sitting in the presence of the Lord. Here you are in the presence of God's glory. Here you are being kept by the Father. Here you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood. And he said, you shall show forth my praise until I return. Anybody in here glad that you are a royal priesthood, that you are a chosen generation? Then why don't you show forth his hallelujah praise until he comes? Let me, let, me help, let me help us today. What can praise do, you might ask? Well, uh, you could ask Paul and Silas, uh, locked up in jail, just what praise can do. Uh, when, when they were in prison, instead of dwelling on the situation, they rejoiced because they knew the God of their salvation. Huh? At midnight, when everybody else was asleep, they, they began to praise God. They began to worship God. They began to, they began to give a hallelujah anyhow. In the midst of prison, watch this. Watch this. I, I just got rainbow on this. Watch this. I got rainbow. I got rainbow. Is that all right if I can do some rainbow right here? Watch this. Watch this. They were in jail, and, and they were in jail. I'm talking to theologians now. They were in jail. And, and when they start singing hymns and praising God, then they cause an earthquake. <laughs> the elements will respond. 
when your hallelujah anyhow is pure and you're not praising God. You're not looking at the situation, nor the condition, nor the problem. I am praising God because he's faithful. I'm giving Jehovah God what he deserves, even while in bondage. They were in bondage, and God caused an earthquake. To shake loose his children and open the jail cells. Watch this, Raymond. God, I just saw this. I've been preaching this and teaching this for 38 years. Watch this. Watch. But they didn't immediately leave the jail cell. Read, read it when you get home. They left the next morning. They started praising God at midnight. But they didn't leave until the next morning. When God releases you from your bondage, when he causes the elements to respond to your praise, you don't have to rush and get out of it. You, you ought to look, God, use it as a testimony. So, so you see them say, the sails over there, you see the doors over there? You, you know who opened that? God did it. Come here, prisoner. You, you see what God just did? Well, when are we going to leave? Well, when we want to. I went there because, you know who I want to, I want to give me uh, encouragement. You know, you know who I go to for encouragement, Bishop? I don't go to people who tell me, well, everything is, oh, I said, well, how you know, everything, oh, I'm great, everything is good, everything's fine. Well, now, I go to people who, pastors who've been through something. I go to successful people who know the God that brought them through. I want, I want to hear your testimony how you came from rags to riches. I want to hear how God dissolved your tumor. I want to hear how God lowered your blood pressure. I want to hear how God caused your diabetes to disappear. I want to hear how God worked in your life. Ask David. Ask David, ask David what praise would do. He was persecuted by his own child who battled, J David battled giants. He endured trials and tribulations, yet rejoicing because he knew that the Lord was his shepherd and would supply his every need. You know the same thing. You know more than David knows because you know David's account, but you got your personal account. The Lord is your shepherd. And you shall not want. My friends, God expects us to praise him. God tells us to praise him. Scripture after scripture, we see the command to magnify, glorify, and rejoice. And as we praise God, he favors us with multitudes of blessings. Stop saying when the blessings, when the praises go up, the blessings come down unless you believe it. But watch this. If you give then, if you give, if you give some mediocre blessings because things are going bad, don't expect God to open windows of heaven. But then when you give God the hallelujah praise in spite of situations, then expect God to bless you with some windows of heaven. 
Now we often equate windows of heaven with prosperity and money and wealth, but window, that's some windows that money can't buy. That's some windows I want that money can money can money can buy you a crowd, but it can't buy you true friends. Money can buy you a bed, but it can't buy you a sleep. It can buy your books, but it can't buy your wisdom. There are many situations that, that make it hard for us to be certain that God is in control. Things is going on in the country and the world today. But these seeds of doubt are simply tools that Satan has put into play to cause the children of God to turn away from the master. When the devil sits on your shoulder and tells you you cannot weather the storm and he whispers, you shout in his ear and tell him, I am the storm. When we just take the time to reflect on the goodness of our God, when we allow our minds to think on everything that he has done, everything he is doing, and, and on everything he's going to do, then our souls ought to be crying out in the midst of our trials and tribulations. You may be tired, weary, and, in, and, and, and feeling pain right now, but if you release your soul, your soul is fat. It's fat with praise from God. If you release your soul to praise God with a hallelujah anyhow, it'll cause something to move move on the inside that you can't smother nor keep to yourself. You'll find yourself not just throwing up your hands, but jumping on your feet and shouting hallelujah. Anyhow, my friends, trials and tribulations are part of life. You might as well prepare yourself to deal with trials and tribulations. But watch this. Christianity is not a shield from hardships. Being saved is not a get out of trouble free pass. Jesus said, in this world, you shall have tribulations, but be of hallelujah anyhow, because I've already overcome the world. And then, 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 then James said, yeah, when the tribulations come, count them all joy. They're not there to kill you nor destroy you, they're there to give you patience to learn how to wait on the Lord. Is there anybody here know how to wait on the Lord? Isaiah 40, 31 says, but they that wait. Are there any waiters over here? But they that wait. Are there any waiters in the balcony? That wait means being patient, but they that be patient with the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up. Sometimes I believe I can fly. Sometimes I believe when the trouble really gets hard on me, I believe that I preach hardest when I'm going through something because then I develop the wings of an eagle and I run and I don't get weary. I walk, but I never faint. I mount up with the wings of eagles, and I soar over my concerns. But I just don't soar over the concerns and look at them. While I'm soaring, I say, hallelujah. 
anyhow. God didn't promise he'd keep us from all problems and concerns. He said, you're going to go through something. Let me get you stand and help me close it out right now. Don't, don't sit down. Maybe you encourage somebody else to stand. Watch it, watch it, watch it, watch it, watch it, watch it. Throughout the word of God, we find that, that we should expect problems and concerns. Uh, so, so stop telling people when you, when you accept the Lord as your Savior, you do, then your problems will go away. No, they don't. But now you got to help. Now you know where to take them to. Peter said, cast all your cares upon the Lord because he cares for you. Throughout the word of God, we find that we should expect tribulations and problems. Mark 13 verse 12 tells us we will be betrayed. Anybody here been betrayed? Mark 13 12 says we will be betrayed. Luke 11, 40, verse 49 tells us some will be persecuted and slain. Anybody feel that way sometime? John 15, verse 20 tells us that Jesus himself endured ridicule and we should expect no less. 2 Corinthians 4, beginning with the 8th verse, we are told we endure trials because we are Christians. If you're not saved, don't, don't be discouraged. Come on, I'm, I'm, I'm going to fix that for you. Because we are Christians. So I hear somebody saying, why is that? Why is that, Bishop Papa Shields? Why? Well, trials and tribulations, problems, perplexities, and circumstances and situations are living testimonies that God is good all the time. And all the time, God is good. You've been through some things, but here you are today. You can shout hallelujah anyhow because the same God that brought you through last time is waiting for your shout to bring you through this time. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, I got a hallelujah anyhow. Watch this, watch this. The command that God has given us is not to praise him because of but to praise him in spite of well I thought I'd get a shout right now. is this a hallelujah anyhow section on the command from God is not to praise him because of but to praise him in spite of hallelujah anyhow well maybe this section is there a hallelujah anyhow right in here? The command from God is not to praise him because of, but to praise him in spite of. Hallelujah anyhow. Right up. You keep me score, uh, 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 Charles second. Lady May, you keep me score. Let's see. Let me see if there's any hallelujah anyhow right in here. Wait. him because of but to praise him in spite of 
The command from God is not to praise him because of, but to praise him in spite of. Balcony, the command from God is not to praise him because of, but to praise him in spite of. Preachers, the command from God is not to praise him because of, but to praise him in spite of. In spite of my situation, in spite of my condition, in spite of my concern, I got a hallelujah anyhow. Touch your neighbor, say neighbor. What's on the inside? Getting ready to come on the outside. So you might want to move. I'm about to get there. Huh? We can shout hallelujah anyhow because God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Huh? Huh? We can shout hallelujah anyhow because Jesus came that we might have life and have it more abundantly. You can shout hallelujah anyhow because on Calvary, our Savior took on and washed away our sins. We can shout hallelujah anyhow because as the grave tried to hold him on the third day, he rose with all power. Somebody shout hallelujah. We can shout hallelujah anyhow. And the hallelujah anyhow shouldn't start when the musician or the preacher gets true. I shout hallelujah for me. I can't shout hallelujah anyhow for you. I can encourage you to bless God, to boast on God. But watch this, watch this. Shout hallelujah anyhow when we are down and out because God is in control. We can shout hallelujah anyhow because we serve a mighty God. We can shout hallelujah anyhow because our God can do anything but fail. When folk talk about you, shout hallelujah anyhow. When you're, when you're so broke you can't pay attention, shout hallelujah anyhow. When your best friend ridicule you, shout hallelujah anyhow. When the lights go out, shout hallelujah anyhow. When you're sick and the doctor gave you some bad news, shout hallelujah anyhow. When your heart is broken, shout hallelujah anyhow. Let us join with the angels in Luke 2 verse 14. Glory to God in the highest and on peace, goodwill toward men. How can you shout hallelujah anyhow? Because God is faithful anyhow. When is God faithful all the time? I just can't hold my peace. Sometimes I feel like I'm about to lose my mind. Shouting hallelujah anyhow. Touch somebody next to them. Touch somebody next to you and say hallelujah anyhow. Tell them you don't know what I'm going through. But I got a praise on the inside. I just can't keep through myself. And if you won't praise him, don't hinder me. I got a anyhow hallelujah. I got a problem hallelujah. I got a concern hallelujah. I got a breakthrough hallelujah. I got a right now hallelujah. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I just heard from the spirit of war. I said, watch this, watch this. The cathedral foundation getting ready to shake right now. And all up and down Crenshaw, even over there in Manhattan Beach, they're gonna know 
that something must be going over there at West Angeles. We see smoke rising. We know there's no earthquake, but the foundation is moving. Here's what we're going to do. You can't do it by yourself. I want you to witness by two or three or four or five. I want you to touch somebody. Not now, because we, you got to wait. I believe we're going to do it seven times. On the seventh time, when the children of Israel went around the wall, six days, didn't say a word. Shh. For six days. Jericho. Jer what do they call the Jericho? Jericho people. Jerichoans. Jerichoans. Look down. Look at them stupid people. Marching around our great wall for six days. The seventh day, they march around the seventh time. Didn't say a word. But on the seventh day, on that seventh time, the trumpet blew. Give me a trumpet. <laughs> Y'all some bad musicians. Some bad boys. I want y'all to go back to Hopewell with me. Okay, do it. It's all right, Bishop Blake. Okay. <laughs> Wait. On the seventh day, on the seventh time, people laughing at him. Stupid folk. Why won't they say something? You gotta know. When to shout and when to listen to God. That's why I give you the teach preach up front so you know what you're shouting about. You understand that hallelujah is a boast of God. Watch this. On the seventh time, the Levites blew the trumpet. And then the music started playing. And then the people shouted, hallelujah. Anyhow. Now, wait a minute. Whatever Jericho wall is in your life. God, I'm getting ready to run up and down your aisle right now. Whatever Jericho, whatever Jericho situation is in your life. Whatever, whatever wall is in your life. Whatever, whatever drawback, whatever hindrance. Whomever is trying to hold you back, whatever wall you need to come down, if it's sickness, if it's poverty, it's your job, it's your business, you need that wall to come down. What I want you to do when the trumpet blow and the music play, I want you to shout hallelujah anyhow until the foundation of the cathedral start thumping and start trumping. Give me a trumpet again. Now give me the music. Now shout hallelujah in the house. 